think you might be able to think you might be able to hear me there. There we go. Let's bring it over. Let's bring it. Let's bring it over. Can you hear me? Hopefully you can hear me. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap, episode 178. It is April the 29th, 2020. I got the year right this time. And it's a Wednesday. Um, loads of stuff have happened. Let's talk about it. Tonight, um, the WWE for sale to either Fox or ESPN or both? Question mark? Exclamation mark. And the hunger for content continues from TV networks who are essentially making this happen. Or are they? Or are they? And we also have this week, of course, your Silly Billy of the Week. Use hashtag Silly Billy. And we have your Bright Side of the Rings. Hashtag B-S-O-T-R. Got it right this time. This is the Weekly Wrestling Recap. I hope that you enjoy the show. Brought to you in part by our good old friends, the Patreons, Foul Originals Pals. I'll stop scatting and hopefully I'll start chatting. See you in a sec. Yes, so as some of you may or may not know, the past few weeks here, yeah, the intro to the weekly wrestling recap, if you're watching here on youtube.com slash Foul Original Wrestling, I messed it up. So basically, every single, I've just realized how loud that is, every, what the every single time so that humming noise was every single time that it comes up it was bigger than the tv because i changed the thumbnails because i've increased the production value but i hadn't changed the animation stuff in after effects so that's me being stupid today i fixed that and hopefully some other stuff so welcome to the weekly wrestling recap it is wednesday um I'm really really excited today um we got loads of stuff to talk about and a lot of people have got involved i just want to quickly see who's in the chat um we got um wrestlenalia hello we got brian walsh and we're going to talk about some amazing stuff this week and also the big thing i want to say is obviously this show is now brought to you in part by our patreons by foul originals people or pals i think pals works better people makes it sound a little bit culty um but let me just very quickly if you're watching on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling just very very quickly just show you the patreon so you can see it um and here we go oh damn it i didn't mean to use that word so this is the patreon so anyway we've got the one more match level at one dollar um i'm gonna be changing these tiers slightly you're gonna get actually more for bang for your buck literally for the dollar mark but for the dollar uh, that's one dollar a month that's one per, one more match bonus behind the scenes content you're also going to get a lot more as well but we'll be talking about that in the next few weeks um you also get to rep the foul massive in the credits which you'll get to see in this show um at i need five vote on and suggest upcoming content topics bonus audio and video content rep the foul massive daddy's going to change a bit you're going to get a bit more and at the ten dollar as well a lights camera action you're a producer in the credits you get a bit more and then there is a twenty dollar one as well Big, big thank you to our four Patreons who have started. It's $7 a month right now. We need to get to the first goal that I've set is at the $10 mark. Um, right now on there, we've got some hidden secret stuff, which is the Tech Diary series that I've started, which um, I, I'm really, really proud of. And of course, all of the memes and stuff that I've been making, No Otis and Mandy story um, from Richard Cheese, uh, ABBA, name of the game. And obviously some of these are still locked just to Patreon, Fall Originals, People's Fops. Um, come check them out. Uh, and to me, it's not about the money. 
it it feels like a vote of confidence and kind of being the amount of time I've kind of been within I guess wrestling Twitter now um it, it really means a hell of a lot like it truly truly does um it really really does and it's motivated me massively to bring more stuff to you and to be more experimental to be more weird uh, but yeah, that's the Patreon. I know we can. That's Patreon.com/slash File Original. But that's that's what we're going to talk about now, um, because tonight, this kind of all started with a, a little bit of speculation over the past few weeks and the past few months, actually, from many different people. This happened just before the Fox deal happened with the WWE. There was a lot of speculation that people that were looking to buy and that Vince was potentially looking to sell. Now, he always wanted to be in a cult. You can be. Um, hashtag not a cult. Now, um, that's just a chat that I'm reading for those of you that are listening. So way back then, way back before the Fox deal happened, so we're talking about back in like September of last year, there was talk about the WWE potentially being up for sale. There was talk of Vince maybe selling the WWE part or in wholesale to fund the XFL. Now, obviously, a lot of these are speculation and it's all speculation and it's all kind of like putting one and one together and getting a window. One plus one equals a window. Um, it's a very British joke. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I, I kind of didn't believe it at the time. And a lot of people are like, Vince, it's never, ever, ever going to sell. He would happily die in the ring um, with the company, you know, in his hands. That's not potentially what's going on at the moment. Now, I want to show you this tweet because this came out from Dutch Mantel. Now, you may know Dutch Mantel as Zeb Coulter um, and... Uh, here we go. Let's see if we can find it um, as Zeb Coulter, and it was um it was dirty dirty Dutch Mantel who put out this tweet, and now oh there we are. Pop it up on the screen for you. This is a screenshot of that tweet, and this came from Dutch Mantel. Now obviously Dutch Mantel was in the WWE. Hello there, hello. WWE was it? Uh, sorry, D Dutch Mantel was in the WWE. He was there as Zeb Coulter. He's been there many, 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 many times. Um, but let's just show you this tweet because I think that this will maybe put this into perspective slightly. Uh, if I can get the right tweet up. That would help. If I had the right thing up, that should work. Let's see. No, let's try that again. Eh, there we are. There we are. There we are. Um, oh, I need to, stop, need to stop doing that and let's get that off the screen. So for those of you that are watching, this is all done live, ladies and gentlemen. So um, no, no breaks. No, where's that? Now, this came from Dutch Mantel. Huge news. Any truth to this? Overheard directly out of at WWE Stanford um, is that a deal is being negotiated to sell WWE and the networks of the WWE Network to ESPN and Fox by as early as mid-May. Now, he sent this out to Matt Coon. Um, you may know Matt Coon, who has produced um, loads of different podcasts over the years, and he was a wrestler, and he's got some insider knowledge himself. Um, some people may know him from his kind of war that he had with BS. I don't even want to say his name on this show. But, um, but yeah, so Dutch Mantel hearing this, uh, that that's a pretty, pretty big name to hear it. And I would 
you know, as many people have probably already said by now, we take all of this with a pinch of salt. But that salt, that that's um, that's a lot of salt. That's a hell of a lot of salt. This pinch of salt, I mean, it's the size of a giant's hand, because Dutch Mantel probably knows a lot more about the inner workings of the people that are left there right now than anybody else. And as has been reported quite recently as well, is that Vince has Vince McMahon has decided that that's it. He don't care no more. He is literally at the no Fs given. It's a PG show. It's a PG show. No Fs given level because he's pissed. Now, if you look at the chain of events that have led up to this, I could understand why. Apparently, he's really, really pissed that WrestleMania was quite underwhelming. Of course, there's a bloody pandemic happening. He's also been quite angry and disappointed that the ratings have been at the point that they're at. Obviously, what you gonna do, brother? He's also very, very disappointed that the network hasn't hit the numbers that it's supposed to. I mean, to be honest, yeah, when you think about it, like, wrestling has no excuse anymore. Raw used to always have the excuse, are the footballs on? Are the basketballs on? Are the... There is nothing on. There is absolutely nothing else on against it that should be beating a show like that. Now, that brings us back, yeah. And again, Vince's... So Vince, as all reports have gone, is Vince has basically lost the plot. And he's kind of just decided, F it, I don't care. All these things have broken down. The latest thing, and I heard this on uh, on What Culture, and I'm going to say, I heard this on What Culture earlier on today, was that the Saudis are, like, pissed with them as well. I mean... We always knew this was going to be an issue when you sign a 10-year contract with someone, um, especially when they're going through terrible times as it is, add a bloody pandemic to it. Um, part of that is that in 2019, there was a Middle Eastern company um, television network owned by Saudi government, essentially, that was supposed to show wrestling. But obviously, back around about 2019 time was probably the time that the Women's Evolution was really kicking off. And it's probably not something that they really wanted to do to empower their women within the country. So instead of that, we got a, a flicker of a, of a, of a, of a woman in, uh, in, in one of the ads and there were complaints, allegedly, because a woman was seen empowered. Well, lardy bloody da. But, um, but yeah, I, so of all of that going on, Vince is potentially really, really ready to sell. Now, what I wanted to very quickly do was just kind of go through what would happen. So Vince McMahon could sell this as you know as a going concern he would sell this to fox now fox really and i think they really wanted to buy the wwe last time i think that if the saudi deal hadn't happened and all of that kind of stuff then i think they would have bought them i think that disney would have wanted them and we're going to talk about disney in a second but fox are high on that list of people that want to be in bed with the wwe you want to be working with the wwe so fox and they got money they got that Disney money, so they they are happy to pick it up. Of course, ESPN as well has been showing WrestleManias. Some of that you could probably see was like a test, um, and those were doing massive numbers, so they probably want to be in the WWE business as well. Um, but of course, the USA Network is also you know, contracted to be showing NXT, is contracted to be showing Raw for a, a distinct period of time. So anybody company-wise that would come in and buy it 
it's gonna be really really hard unless you're willing to buy out those contracts so let's take it to the fox let's say that fox bought it if fox bought it theoretically i would assume that they'd have to honor the usa deal so maybe it would be a fox production which has happened before fox production for another network or an abc production for another network Hello there in the chat. I don't know who these people are, but I've got I've gone on a bit of a roll. Um, oh, EP Dub, how you doing? How you doing? Um, we've seen plenty of places. Um, we've got lawsuits. Fox's parent company. Yeah, um, we've got all of that. But so yes, the WWE is it for sale? Now with everything that's going on, and with the state of mind that Vince might be in at the moment, I think if there was any time in history that Vince would sell, this is possibly that moment because. I think this might be one of those points where of no return. If an upstart company like AEW that just hit the scene can do similar or better numbers on taped shows with a, with a better demographic of fans for a lot less money, I mean, let's be honest, for a hell of a lot less money than the billions of dollars that Fox paid... I think that there's going to be a lot of people out there that are going to be like, eh, nah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm, I'll call. I'll pass. I'll pass. Or maybe we take it for like 1% or 5% of what it's worth because no one's paying full price of this right now. The only people that would have paid full price for it potentially would have been the Saudis. And that's not going to happen now because they ain't going to get them out there. Um, with all the releases and everything else that's happening, I think that we're at a point that Vince might sell. And if that does happen the whole wrestling world will feel that ripple. It will feel that ripple. I mean, just very quickly taking it to if Fox bought it, because that's the example I want to go with, is Fox are owned by Disney as a parent company. They they are an independent distribution arm of their own, so they don't really have to worry about it being PG. But I said something on Twitter where I was like, I asked about it, and someone said, oh, well, you know, if Fox buy it, maybe there'll be less PG. I think you'll find there'll be more PG, especially if the numbers are that low that they're going to go, all right, well, if we produce adult non-PG content, like content that's gone out before, it does the same rough numbers as if we put out the really, really advertiser-friendly, sanitized, Snickers-friendly style content. That's what you're going to get. This ain't going to be a return to the Attitude Era. This ain't going to be a return to Edge you think you know me. And this is not going to be a return to the heady days of, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger turning up on SmackDown. Because for the next few months, at the very least, SmackDown is going to be a very small show. So at the worst time in history, potentially for Vince to sell, I think that he could. And I think that he would. And I think that where his mind is right now, I think mid-May feels very quick. But at the same time, mid-May is money in the bank. So if if it happens money in the bank time, that would make a lot of literal sense. If they're literally doing the last ever event with a, with a race up to the top of their corporate building, which they can't now rebuild because they wanted to have a re-headquarters, re maybe this is true. But take it all with a pinch of salt. I didn't want to sensationalise it, but I felt that I wanted to talk about it. 
And the second I woke up this morning and I saw this story, I was like, this is what I want to talk about today. So, um, so yeah, is Vince selling? No one really knows. No one really knows. But, you know, where there's smoke, there's a street profits. Thank you. Now, um, if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by thumbs up in the video. Really helps with the algorithm. You can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already. Hit the bell notification to be notified. The subscribe button and the bell notification to be notified of when I is going live. Val goes live every Wednesday and Sunday at 10 p.m. GMT, 5 p.m. Eastern for the weekly wrestling recap. Where we talk about wrestling and we read your bright sides of the ring, your... Um, your silly billies, uh, and uh, all sorts of this stuff. And we try and keep positive if we can, if we can. And this show is in part brought to you by Foul Originals people over at patreon.com slash Original. God, I think I got them all in there. Um, you can go to foulorigital.com as well. Why not? Let's say them all. Let's say them all. Next up. Um, sorry, actually, let's first of all, let me just roll back. Go to the chat. I apologize, everyone. Got really into this one, um, so um, I'd say I'd, I'd say this was months ago. I'd never say never, but the world is insane right now. I don't think it's too far fetched. Indeed, even if Vince, this come from Adam Walker. Thank you. Even if Vince wanted to, given the size of the deal, ESPN and Fox's parent Disney would need to approve. Right now, Disney isn't in great financial shape. Clownflate, Clownfish TV cover it a lot. I do watch Clownfish TV. Um, he's got lawsuits from all directions in DD Duty. That's going to be later on. Um, from what I've seen and read, a lot of these rumors are being fueled by AEW supporters and anti WWE lobby. That's coming from Brian Walsh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've seen plenty of places report he's not just crazy one siders. Very true, Nails. Um, EP Dub, Conrad, what are you doing? Um, Nails, would a sale actually change things dramatically? I feel like it truly would. I feel that it would change the content, it would change the distribution, it would change the way in which the WWE is produced. And I think with looking at the way in which it is now, I think that you would see a hell of a lot more of the produced studio shows. I think that with the WWE especially, we would probably lose a lot of the live programming because that's the most expensive programming to produce. So I think we'd still get the pay-per-views as network specials, but I think there would be few and far between. Um, and I think potentially also get Raw and SmackDown, but I, 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 I wonder, I kind of do, I do wonder. And also, um, Fox might be the Adam Walker. Fox might be the new main platform to air all new content and raw once the USA deal is done. But Disney's more likely to want it all for the add-on stuff they do. Scooby Doo versus John Cena, damn straight. Um, Nails and NY Brickhouse ask OG fans about Disney-owned Star Wars. True. Um, Brian Walsh, no chance in hell, uh, might just become raw on Fox or ESPN and the same people create the content. Would Disney care about all WWE scandals and ethics? The historic ones, no, they blame Vince. Anything currently like accusation of racism, you bet they will. Excuse me one second, I need to put the volume down. Spare me one sec. I'll be right back. Because the thing is, the music that is in the background will get copyright struck for, so I need to go to to put his music down. Um, uh, let's let's keep going. Actually, let's keep going because otherwise I'll just go crazy. All right. So uh, next up, um, make uh, make keep McMahon in the family on um, the historic ones. No, they blame Vince and the, I can't imagine Vince just sitting back. Neither can I. 
but if you guys can hear this in the track, I do apologize. I've been trying to record this in the hours which um, people are not playing music in, but it looks like I picked the wrong hour this day. I really apologize, but uh, let's keep going. Um, so also the hunger for content, the hunger for content. Um, TV companies especially have been looking for a lot of things to kind of fill that gap, fill that void, especially when it comes to live television. Live television is one of those things which has always... He's closed his door, thank God. Okay, live television is one of those things which really, really brings the eyeballs. It's the kind of thing which is the water cooler moments. Those things which people look at in the future and they think of it and they go, let's talk about it. So when you get to see a live Raw, even if it is terrible, even if it's absolutely terrible, you can guarantee that there will be people afterwards talking about it. There will be people potentially the next day talking about it. And that's what you want when it comes to content. You want that water cooler content. It used to be that in the old days before the umbrella stuff happened, it used to be in the old days um, that you would, well, you know, you would go to watch football or American football or soccer or whatever the hell you watch you'd watch something like that and that's what would bring you there those are where the real big money is that's where the real money is and live sports is one of those things that a lot of those distribution network network stuff like Amazon like Amazon especially has done really well with this but people like Amazon and Netflix I'm guessing will trial soon is that live sport it's the one thing that you can't really binge and it brings people together the WWE is kind of in that kind of space. And so when it comes to networks looking for programming, especially when it comes to programming where they want something which is faux sports, but also has a little bit of something to it, well, that's where you get wrestling. Um, and professional wrestling has always been a really big like ratings draw for many networks over the years. That has changed that has really changed over the years, of course. But as we see with AEW and with the WWE, especially with AEW, is that this is still this is still something which can bring eyeballs in up to, you know, a million and a half to some weeks, you know, and we're not going crazy, but some weeks up to two million people were watching wrestling on a Wednesday night. That's an audience which we never knew existed. It's an audience of people that were always there, though. And it's an audience of people that the WWE couldn't get. So I wanted to kind of add to the theme of today, which is the hunger for content. Now, the reason why... People like Fox, people like ABC, people like, uh, sorry, people like ESPN, people like Netflix at one point, people like Showtime, who at one point were in line to pick up All Elite Wrestling. Why all of those companies really, 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 truly want something. Like, they want something there to be their jewel in the crown. Now, Fox had the WWE, and they still do. I mean, even over here in the UK, BT Sports spend a hell of a lot of time telling you how having the WWE is the best thing ever. But in in some ways, like it's it's truly not because as we see now, the chase for that live content and that new stuff every single week has led to a deterioration of the product, and that's just true. That's just life. When you dilute the product that much, you get to a point where you lose what it was in the first place. A parody of a parody of a parody of a parody of a parody can sometimes be really entertaining, but a lot of the times ends up being really cruddy. So. With all of that being said, the hunger for content has led many different companies to 
just recently, Fox being one of them, of course, to spend heaps of money to secure that live content, to get it. Now, whatever whatever happens, the USA Network have three hours of content every Monday night. And they have two hours of content every Wednesday night. And Fox have two hours of content every Friday night. AEW have and TNT have two hours of content. And then they obviously will have that extra show. They have all of those things. Now, the WWE, as someone has said, is the American version of Love Island 365 days a year. And that's what it should be. That's what it totally should be. That's what it should have always been. But the one thing which has become a major issue when it comes to all of these things is that if the product isn't good you and the audience ages out, no one cares anymore. And even though the WWE consistently and over and over, over and over again say how they're the longest running episodic television program of longer than Gunsmoke and stuff, yeah, but Gunsmoke was still pulling in killer ratings towards the end. They ended it more than likely because it was becoming a little bit offensive, I would have thought. Um, but I now don't really know the history of Gunsmoke. But they they shout it from the rooftops like it means something. But we've seen that the big names don't draw don't draw the the big names don't draw numbers anymore. The big names aren't there anymore. The big names don't want to be there anymore. The big names would rather Skype in. Even on Austin 316 days, the numbers were pretty low. Um, yeah, that was a victim of circumstance, but the, the numbers shouldn't have been that low. That was Stone Cold Steve Goddamn Austin. Um, so the hunger for content will lead us to having different styles of wrestling out there. And I think that if in mid-May, say June, the WWE start touring again... I don't see how they're going to die. Sorry, taping, taping again, even. I know he said he wanted to start touring, but I don't see how that's going to happen. But filming everything when within the performance center will make that content now on the same level as everybody else. So just like the rest of the entertainment industry has become democratized way past anything that it would have been before, we are now in a position where people like me can sit in front of a for some green masking tape and produce a show which is probably better in some ways and i would say better than something like wwe backstage because it's democratized it's as much effort as you want to put into it like that's how good your show will look it's the effort so what this has shown us is that maybe the wwe don't care that much maybe other companies care way more and that's when you get to see the rises of like the AEWs and the rises of these other companies because when the market leader starts seeing on its laurels, everything's over. Everything's over. But the hunger for content will continue and we will get to see that stuff made. Whatever happens. Like, it has to be produced. I mean, we've been getting away with kind of padding the shows. Uh, padding the shows with like extra stuff like padding the shows with like loads of extra stuff that's not gonna happen anymore you can't pad the show with a whole royal rumble anymore and get away with it essentially so uh so yeah um strange strange times um and like i'm just waiting to see like like we can't even do ride along can't even do ride along because they're not going anywhere like i'm sure we're gonna get to see like some more cooking shows and stuff the network would have been perfect for this and I mean, the live programming part of the whole sale, maybe that's why the sale was happening. Maybe there was like a clause in there or something. Um, 
the hunger for content will continue. We are being provided great content, though, by so many different professional wrestling companies out there for free a lot of the time. And you can go check that out in so many different places like Fight and all those. And I definitely suggest that you do. Because the one thing that, again, democratization of the production also leads to democratization of the audience. If you don't want to watch it, you just don't watch it. And if you don't watch it, they can't catch you accidentally. Because if you have to go out and seek it, you're probably not going to do it. But yeah, the hunger for content continues. The hunger for content continues. Now let's just very quickly go through some of the chat. Um, and uh, five minutes ago, <laughs> um, WWE's American version of the violent. Um, Adam Walker, I only saw Moose becoming the real champ, didn't see all how his wrestling. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Um, Nails, when I'm chatting with people about things like the SmackDown hack and they get all excited with theories, I have to remind myself, it'll be someone who isn't on lockdown. I know, I know, it's so depressing. And the storylines, therefore the product quality is suffering because they have to work with what they have. But again, they could they could do stuff with it. They tried the other night when they put Stephanie McMahon on the phone, they made fun of Shawn Michaels' eye. They've tried. Um, the other, um, uh, it was good. I don't want to spoil and mention the TNA belt if you haven't seen it. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Um, yeah, I think the TNA belt's now. We're going to talk about that in a bit. The last two weeks impact trending on Twitter. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Oh, we're going to talk about that in a bit. Now, uh, Oh my god, stop talking about the things that are happening later in the show. Not talking about what's happening in the chat. We're gonna come back to that. So, um, so if you want to help support the channel, thumbs up the video, it really helps with the algorithm. You can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already. Hit the bell to notification to be notified. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, then thank you so much. Hit five stars and all that kind of stuff. I will have hopefully put the music and the sound effects in, and I'll hopefully be able to drown out that other music that will potentially hit me with a copyright strike in a bit later. We'll do that later. But um now, 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 now. Because I want to keep positive, even though I was very rudely interrupted, let's go to Bright's, this week's <laughs> Bright Side of the Ring. Let's just do something to get my brain out of that. This week's, and this is what happens when it's live, everyone. This week's Bright Side of the Ring. Got some really, really good ones this week. Welcome to, there we are. Hello and welcome to Bright Side of the Ring. I was just, you just caught me toughing up my coffee. Fudge, right? Yeah, like I've been, I've been up since four o'clock in the morning and I didn't want to go to sleep. So I've drank like very, very, very powerful coffee. Now, um, on Bright Side of the Ring this week, uh, Bright Side of the Ring, hashtag DSOTR, is a thing which is bright and it's from the ring it's our look and something the things that made you giggle smile happy those words right happy this this week in wrestling and also some of last week in wrestling um now let's start with my biggest bright side of the ring yeah and i think it's going to be a few people's i don't know maybe i'll split the crowd here yeah this was really big to me this this i really really dug and i know some of you are not gonna but i don't care yeah Battlegrounds! We see Battlegrounds! WWE 2K Battlegrounds was announced this week. Um, it is an arcade uh <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, told off a chatting. Apologies, apologies. <clears throat> WWE Battlegrounds 2K. WWE 2K Battlegrounds. It's more of an arcade game. It looks a lot like All Stars, yeah. It looks a lot like All Stars, and I really like it, and I don't care what anyone else thinks right now. The trailer had John Cena jumping into a crocodile's mouth. 
Yeah, like, I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah, that, that, that's just, that's just, that's just insane. And I know that it looks a little crappy, but it's not necessarily supposed to be, like, a very realistic. It's supposed to be arcadey. So... I think that this game is coming out in the fall um, of 2020. Uh, I say fall, but I mean autumn, because I'm British. It's coming out in the autumn in British, in Britain. Um, it's coming out on PC, it's coming out on Switch, it's coming out on PS4, it's coming out on Xbox One. It looks like it's going to be fun. It looks like it's really going to be fun. And uh, that is my bright side of the ring for this week. That, that was that was something that I wanted to get in there because I really liked it. And I know that a lot of people didn't, but you know what? Yeah, like, it's fun. Um, now, I want to take us to, um, first of all, um, obviously I put this out on Twitter, um, I want to take us to the thread so I can, oh, that's, that's the webcam, that's not the one I wanted to do, uh, this is the one, I think, oh, is it, is it, is it though, there it is, there it is, let's put this on the screen. So, Bright Side of the Ring, as I said, we talk about, like, fun things, things that happen. Use the hashtag BSOTR. Um, so, first up, coming from Connor. Um, uh, Connor, good friend of the show. Um, I really enjoyed the Impact Wrestling Rebellion the past two weeks. The show was solid, and I would recommend the X Division title match, Ace Austin versus Willie Mack week one, and Triple Threat for the Impact World title week two, uh, Tessa B versus Eddie E versus Mike E. Well, as we know, Tessa B were dead, though, um, and that will lead us into our next Bright Side of the Ring, which is that the TNA Championship is back and that Moose has it. I mean, spoilers, obviously, from, from a taped show, potentially. But Impact Rebellion Night 2, so Moose comes out and Moose is like, I want to get a picture of this up, actually. Wait. Moose comes out and he's got tassels all over him. He looks a little bit like the Ultimate Warrior and he challenges for the championship and then it's like, well, you know, she ain't here because of COVID and stuff. And then Moose is like, says to Elgin, how's about I just put up the TNA championship and you just go for it? And then he goes for it and then I'll need to get a picture up. Um, and uh, he is now your TNA, here we are, and um, it became a triple threat match, it is now your TNA, and I'm a big fan of TNA. Y'all know how big fan of TNA I am. So to be able to see this belt on this man um i was very excited i was i was super duper excited to see that thing up there um the tna championship now as you may know i'm doing a tna series so that has really excited me so i'm gonna start doing more of that tna series um now we also had loads of stuff come in from some new people um so actually first of all um let's also go to get show podcast who had a get your wrestling podcast awesome awesome guys Awesome guys, really like him, really like him. Um, they came out with a um, Apollo Cruise getting a lot of love on Raw was really good to see. Bright side of the ring, yes, he did this. He did the the slap, yeah, um, to Andrade, and it looked pretty kick ass. And I know this has come from Conrad as well, so you know, like very very happy to see Apollo Cruise. You know where I where did he go? Which way did he go? Which way did he go? Um, now he also have from Mr. Warren Hayes making his BSOTR debut. Um, Mr. Warren Hayes has got a great show. I would definitely suggest to go check it out. Um, he we don't happen at the same time, so you can watch us both independently. Yeah, um, and he does uh, recap shows and some really, really good... Uh, he's got a really, really good conversational style and he looks into stuff in a fun way. And I like that. I like people who like fun. Um, now, he came in with this and I have to agree. I must concur. 
this is his bright side of the ring, which is um, he was watching Raw this week with subtitles on. And when Oscar came out, it said laughter, speaking alternate language. Now, he's from Canada. So if she was speaking French, he would have been able to understand that. But no, she's speaking an alternate language. So that's our other bright side of the ring. Thank you to Mr. Warren Hayes there for making your debut. Thank you for getting involved in BSOTR, bright side of the ring. Um, and, um, <laughs> and like all the, all the comments, oh, I love Mr. Warren Hayes. Um, and uh, we also had, let's see if we can get them all. Um, uh, oh, Apollo Crews again, coming from EPW. Um, Ozzy Lucian making his debut on Bright Side of the Ring. Ozzy Lucian's blogs and podcasts. Really, really good guy, BJ. Um, Daniel Vidot debuting on SmackDown. I thought his name was Vidiot. I didn't really understand who he was. Apparently, he's a big deal in Australia. So, good day, mate. And, yeah. So, so yeah. There, there you go. It's Bright Side of the Ring. Now, also have some Bright Side of the Ring that WrestleMania gave me in a thread but I'm going to save some of them till Sunday because they're not time sensitive and I feel that that will make more sense. But um, let's just very quickly go into the chat. Um, now, as we know, yeah, Ethan Page is not happy about, like I know this as well, Ethan Page is not happy about Moose having that championship. My other bright side of the ring was him flipping off um, his like his TV screen because Moose has the championship and he's angry that he has the championship. I love that. I love that. Like, so I haven't seen a lot of Rebellion, but I just saw these bits happening. Um, but um, did you see this as a way to put over Impact Wrestling? Or um, create synergy between both brands. Um, we'll just imagine one mega card, NWA, ROH, Impact, MLW titles, along with AWE, World Tag, and women's on one major card all in two. That would be amazing. And I think after this, that could happen. It would very much depend, I mean, on many of the names in there, but that would be kick-ass. Um, uh, I'm not happy with... Mo uh, <laughs> Not happy with Ethan Page has wanted that belt all of his life. I know, like, you know, the one thing I have to say is that when Ethan Page, when the TNA thing was happening, um, one night only, Ethan Page was over the moon. Like, I saw all the people, he was the most excited. Felt a bit bad for him. Felt a bit bad for him. But those are these this week's bright sides of the ring. Um, good stuff, to be honest. Good stuff. I was very excited by it all. Very excited by it all. And aroused. If you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways by thumbs up in the video. It really helps me in the algorithm. You can also, didn't mean to do that. You can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already. Hit the bell notification to be notified of when I was going live. Uh, Five was live every Wednesday and Sunday at 10 p.m. GMT, that's UK time, 5 p.m. Eastern. And barring any copyright strikes from music being played loudly, I will attempt to continue this show. Now, um, next up, we have uh, another segment. Oh crap! I messed that all up. Next up, we have another segment. Um, that that segment. Uh, this. Thank you. That segment this week is silly Billy of the week. Now, I, I used to be very negative about the whole thing, and it used to be all like, "Oh my god, I'm angry." But then I thought, no, they're just silly Billies. So let's go to this week's silly Billy. Of the week. Now I don't really have a lot. I got some, I got some, I got some, don't you worry about it, I got, I got some written down, I got some written. actually let me just check my list, I've got all the Bright Side of the Ring ones, oh actually, I did, I did have some more, Jinder Mahal coming back, 
but we'll come back. We'll come back to those. I think we'll talk about it on the Sunday. Anyway, let's go to our next segment, which is Silly Billy of the Week. Where can I even get there now? There it is. There it is. Hopefully this will work. See, the thing about Silly Billy of the Week, yeah, is, like, it's good. I like it. I really like it. But a lot of people seem to be thinking that, like, I'm talking about the GOAT. Like, I'm talking about GOAT in a non-ironic way. This is the same issue that I had with Moment of Flair. Um, because even with Moment of Flair, people are, like, they're calling it my Flair moment. They didn't understand the wordplay. They didn't get the wordplay. This is another wordplay situation, I think, but this... Wordplay situation also has, like, UK and America... Anyway. Maybe I'm just silly Billy myself. Either way. Uh, thank you very much. I didn't hear the music. Even better. Thank God. All right. Um, um, organ and music friend. Fantastic. Even better. Even better. It's more going to be, like, all the way in the audio mix, though, when I play this later on, because that's why I put music on the background. Anyway, anyway, let's forget about that. Let's forget Silly Billy of the week. This week and every week till the end of time, Jim Cornet. <laughs> Let's not drag Cornette into this, but let's. So one of my silly villains of the week this week, yeah, was that Jim Cornette is trying... <laughs> and we have to laugh about it, really, don't we? Hello, Jacob Watchman. Oh, hello from Twitter, Jacob Watchman. Hey, thank you for following. Um, Yeah, so Jim Cornette is trying to trademark Jim Cornette face because Jim Cornette doesn't like the fact that people are making T-shirts with his face on it and he's not getting the money. But Jim Cornette face was a meme long before memes happened. And for those of you who don't know Jim Cornette face, Jim Cornette face is the one from like Botchamania. I don't want to put it up on this screen. Stream just in case he comes to sue me for it. I don't know what Jim Cornette. He's got nothing better to do. Like so. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Jim Cornette is trying to trademark his own face. What a silly Billy. I mean, we're talking about like a few weeks ago. We were trying to trademark his name and his face. I mean. Yep. Yep. He's doing that. Um now also in um in <laughs> also in other other things silly billies. Oh my god, my words aren't coming out. I've got a list, I've got a list, wait, I've actually got a list. So first up, silly billy of the week is this. Um now of course uh we talked a little bit about this uh last week i think uh very 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 briefly uh, someone brought it up but i think that it's probably more we'll talk about now but this is confirmed john moxley got himself in trouble well got probably got himself in trouble as well got renee young in a lot of trouble due to his appearance on wwe classic 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 moxley he didn't care uh yeah the image rights to his own face, to his own face, he wants the image rights to that particular picture of his own face, like, I just, you know, that, that's what happens when you shoot interviews, like, years later, they're gonna use that stuff, of his, of his own face, like, of his own face, anyway, and next up as well, we have, we have this, if I find it, here we go, so this, I think, is a silly billy, also bright side of the ring because it kind of made me giggle, but uh, I think it was a bit on the knife edge. So we went to actually what well, this one isn't. Well, this 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 one didn't make me laugh. 
Well, he did a little bit. So um, the company shareholders are filing a lawsuit against WWE. So uh, the people like quoted in that lawsuit are Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, um, pretty much everyone in the office. Not the US office, the WWE office. But the other thing is that like they're suing them for, like, not coming forward with the correct balance sheets and stuff like that. Basically, like, an inflating audience numbers. Like, that one I really love, because now what's going to happen is that if we get a court case out of this, or any kind of summary judgment, or whatever the hell happens, if it happens within a courtroom, we're going to get the WWE to have to go through every... In theory, and I think this will probably happen, is I get to do this during Discovery, is to go through every single WrestleMania and tell us the actual pay-per-view numbers. Yeah. The actual seated people in that arena that weren't papered, for those who don't know papered, that weren't given for free as complimentary tickets, they'll have to do all of that. That would be insane! Like, and I would just... I would absolutely love that. Is Vince chewing on that photo? Eh. On a wasp. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, this is such pointless heat. Backstage is suffering the rates. Mox and the dog got people talking. They did. They did. I mean, it was the only thing I saw from backstage that week. So, uh, so yeah. So also, silly Billy, Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H. I mean, like, the thing is, is the losses. That's why I think that Vince will sell. Vince will just sell. They'll just be like, screw this. I've made a million. Screw this. I'm just going to go live out in an island somewhere. Um, also in Silly Billy of the Week. Um, uh, I mean, th- those are actually... Oh, here we go. Yeah, well, damn it. Where is this gone? I guess I will have to find it. Life. All right. So also in Silly Billy of the Week. Um, and I, I, I don't think he's the Silly Billy here. Um, because I don't feel like he was, but this week's Silly Billy as well is, um, I would love to know the numbers, yeah, because you have to go through everything, every single show, and any time where he'd, like, Hollywood, like, massage the numbers, he'd have to tell us legit, and we'd all hear it. It's like the whole, so, like, it would take me back to, like, the Triple H, sorry, Triple H, Hulk Hogan thing, it's like, Mr. Hogan, do you have a nine-foot-inch penis? No. Hulk Hogan does. No, Terry Boylea doesn't, but Hulk Hogan does. It's like, that's the kind of stuff. Hulk Hogan, do you really eat your vitamins and say your prayers? Hulk Hogan does. Terry Boylea doesn't. That's the kind of stuff we want to know. These are the, these are the questions. These are the questions. Um, but yes, finally, I got distracted. In this one, uh, in this one, in this Silly Billy of the Week is, and I don't, I think the Silly Billy here, right here is the WWE, is the story of Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez, the former UFC heavyweight champion who had, what, two matches? Was it two matches? He had the one match against Brock. Was it two matches? Against- I forget. Even I forget, yeah. But Cain Velasquez had a match. Very juicy. Um, they had a match. And um, Brock killed him in, like, two minutes with a Kimura lock, which almost felt like Vince kind of saying, Ah, screw you, you UFC chump. And then, after all of that, and they've paid him a hell of a lot of money, a hell of a lot of money, like a hell of a lot of money, and they've had to pay a lot of money to, like, to end his contract, he's now done with the WWE. I mean, add to the, like, the powerhouse 
tag team that he could have made up with the Gronk from Gronkomania in a tag match on a house show. Like, what the fuck? Like, he had two. One in Saudi on pay-per-view and one in the house show in Mexico. Oh, yeah, because he had that one in Saudi, didn't he? So he made a hell of a lot of money. He's made a hell of a lot of money. I think the irony of all of this... I think the real silly Billy in all of this is Vince. Because Vince paid a lot of money for him when... I think that AEW would have probably... Because, I mean, did you see what Kane Velasquez could do, yeah? Kane wrestled for eight minutes total, apparently. If you saw Kane Velasquez and the stuff that he was doing in Mexico, yeah, with the, like with Cody and stuff in that match, I was like, oh my God, this Kane Velasquez guy, you're so vain. Like, this, this, this Kane Velasquez guy is amazing. Yeah, Kofi's rain died for this on that And that's the thing, yeah, it's like, Cain Velasquez was never a good idea. He didn't... He took, like, really well to wrestling. Like, as I said, some of the crazy spots he was doing in Mexico, they were never going to let them do them here in the WWE. And I don't think he could be asked. But that Lucha Libre stuff he was doing in the US, I mean, in Mexico, was insane. He was wearing a mask, but he was good. Like, he was really good. And I remember thinking, oh, we're going to get to see some crazy stuff from him. No, he just comes in and gets killed by Brock. and gets paid for it, though. But he didn't get really hurt. So it's like, who's the real fool here? And that takes me back to what I think, after all this is said and done, is probably one of the biggest silly billies. Like, in a way, like, is Punk. Because, ironically... By Punk going from the WWE to UFC and getting a massive payday and getting himself almost half killed, yeah, like props to the man. But the UFC guys were like, hey man, like, wonder if we could do it like the other way? Like the the other way? And they have, and they've made spit loads of money, they have spit loads. So who's the real? Who's the real? Let's fix that. It's a real silly Billy here, right? Crap. Well, at least we're at the end of the show, so it's fine. Um, and and or I guess also silly Billy is foul, knocking his microphone with his with his this hand. So uh, so yeah, that that's all of the silly Billy for this week. I I, I had I didn't have any more. I didn't. I, I try try not to try not to be try not to be negative these days. It's bad for the soul. Bad for the soul. Um, but those are our silly billies of the week. And that is coming up to almost wrap-up time for the show. Um, now, I wanted to say, again, a big, big thank you to everyone who's turned up this evening to come and say hello. Um, thank you for joining the show. If you are listening on the podcast, then go to youtube.com slash foul original wrestling where this is recorded live. Music can happen. Falcon can knock off his microphone. Sometimes he sneezes, you know, like all these things happen that I try and cut out the audio on the audio version, which goes out tomorrow. Um, but yeah, like come, come check it out and stuff. Now I wanted to do a replay this this week, but I haven't really had chance because I wanted to add something else to the end of this show, um, which is gonna be before we do our and finally. So as you may know, and obviously I've mentioned it at the show today, is um, Patreon. Uh, do you know USA won't get the Moxie movie sent on the UK? I've heard this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look into that. I'm actually looking into that. Don't worry. Don't want you to worry about. It. We're gonna come back to that. 
and it is coming out uh, on Fight TV. Oh, well, well, big shout out to Fight TV as usual. Um, thank you so much um, for all the stuff that you're doing. And we have got a giveaway for some of you people outside of the United States, AEW related, coming very soon. I'm guessing you could all know what it is, but uh, that's only for people outside the United States, unfortunately. But uh, you can tell the MMA guy in Cage Fighter is holding an old rep of WWE. You know, the other thing is, Christian Cage is in that movie. You know how I know Christian Cage is in that movie? Because it said Jay Riso. And I was like, isn't that Christian Cage? Um, it's, it looks amazing. It looks absolutely amazing. Like, it looks like pure cheese. It looks like The Condemned. And I loved The Condemned, yeah. And when I say like, it looks like The Condemned, it looks like the kind of cheese that Moxie would fit in perfectly to, like that kind of like weird, like kind of like 90s, kind of cheesy action movie, early 2000s. Um, but yeah, don't ever forget to thumbs up. But also, yeah, before we go, now I wanted to, I've made, I've made this, I made, I, made, I made something. So I wanted to say a big, big thank you because this show is now brought to you in part by Patreons over at patreon.com slash original. And I'd like to now um, give them a, a little shout out. And obviously we're gonna pop something on the screen. So uh, can I do this? Yes, I can. So, I'd like to say a special thank you to Foul Originals Pals for their support. You should be able to see your names up on screen now. At the, for the one more matches, we have Wilf, we have WrestleNalia, and GG Vision. Big, big thank you to you three for being my first three um, Patreons, Foul Originals people. And of course, big, big thank you to Wilf. Thanks, man. You've really helped push this to start with. Um, and thank you to everyone. GG Vision produces some amazing content out there as well. Great great content creator i'm so so happy that he felt like um he wanted to throw some sort of throw a dollar my way and just that vote of confidence and of course also to a beautiful amazing man jpq thank you jpq from the no particular angle podcast part of smart to death radio and just an amazing guy he loves stardom and he's just such a dude he did this um and i want to say thank you so much he's on the i need five tier uh, we haven't got anyone in the lights camera action yet but um i'm gonna be putting up some stuff i'm working with it um hopefully i can change this around a bit but this is for you guys thank you so much um and if you go to patreon.com slash foul original you will get to see some amazing stuff um, that i'm putting out which is exclusive to the patreon um, I've recently started doing guides, so if you want to learn how to do some of this streaming stuff, I'm going to be putting out in guide form, and it's a dollar. Uh, it's just a dollar. Some of it's going to come out as timed on Friday, May 1st at 2pm British Standard Time or thereabouts. There will be one of the um, the po posts unlocked and that post that will be unlocked is how to play as WW, uh, as the Legion of Doom in WWF WrestleFest on the arcade. I have a full step-by-step -step breakdown, exactly what you need to do to get it working on PC and hopefully that that will work for you and that's a better way of doing it than the videos I think. And then, of course, if you're a Patreon or a FOP, you will get a PDF downloadable version of it. So you can do it that way instead, and then hopefully you can just follow it along. Um, I spent a decent amount of time on it. It is my first one. So uh, any kind of questions or any changes I need to make, please, please, please let me know. Um, but that's... 
thank you to the Patreon. Thank you so much. Come and join us. Get involved. Um, if I can get to the $10 mark, I need a few more Patreons, um, then we can start getting some of that weird, weird stuff out that I've got waiting to come out. Um, and big, big shout out actually to Reddit, the subreddit, r slash c s c jerk and r slash wrestling. They have been really, really accommodating to me with all the weird stuff that I'm putting up on there. And uh, also, a big shout out to r slash wrestling videos. They have just taken me in and I love them for it. But finally, I want more TNA history content. Um, I'm a TNA asylum uh, being knocked down. Um, who's that in the chat? Five nodes go. Well, all you got to do is throw a bucket to the jar. <laughs> throw a bucket to the jar and I'll, and I'll get some of that going. I've got like a 45 minute video, which I want to give a cut to you guys with. The problem is that it will get copyright struck immediately. So I wanted to put it up somewhere else, which I can for $10. So if you put a put dollar in there, then uh, it's like 70p. It's like 70p. But anyway... Um, let's let's uh, end the show tonight. Uh, thank you so much to everyone that's joined this evening. And I'm going to end it this week with one of my favourite people on Twitter. So, WrestleNalia knows who he is. And I think a lot of people do. His name is RJC. Yeah, RJC is hilarious. He's absolutely hilarious. Um, and he always puts, like, stuff up. And, like, sometimes I see it and sometimes I get a chance to, like, remember it. But I don't. But this one was, I think, one of his best. Yeah. Like, he's a big fan of, like, loads of stuff. Anyway, he... Don't want to spoil it for you, but, but this this is... I love this so much, yeah. So what I'm going to do is... I'm just going to show you the image. So this is an image of B. Arthur, as you may see on the screen. And he has captioned it... To be the man... And as I then mentioned afterwards, that is Evergold content. Because RJ City is hilarious. If you get a chance, um, if you do get a chance to go and check him out doing uh, making coffee with wrestlers in his underwear. every Like, it's such fun stuff. Such fun stuff. And um, um, if you worry about copyright, I can give you a Chinese site that ignores it. Ha ha. Ha ha. Well... It's not that. Don't you worry about that. We've got things. Come to the Patreon. You'll find out the things that we've got going on. Believe you me, I'm working it out. I'm working it all out. But um, thank you to all the Patreons so far. Uh, and that is the end of this week's show. Um, later on this evening, I'll be doing the AEW Dynamite Watch Along, which is starting at 1am and ending at 3am. Come and join me for that. I'm going to drink some coffee now and watch Dark Side of the Ring because I haven't watched it yet because I haven't had a chance. Um, but also, if you want to help come support the channel, you do that by thumbs up in the video, coming to youtube.com slash wrestling to come and check this out live recorded on a Wednesday and a Sunday at 10pm. It goes for the hour and... Oh, his finishing, RJ City's finishing move is called The Knee Arthur. I did not know this. I need to know more about this RJ fool. Um, but yeah, that is it. We've hit the hour. You only pay for the hour. That's as long as you get. This has been Fire Original. Thanks for watching. Um, and join me for later on. And join the Patreon. And thank you to all the Patreons. You know what? I'm going I'm to try and leave this up. Maybe, maybe I should leave this up a little bit longer. We'll leave this up to end the show this week. Bye, folks. 
Thanks for listening to the show. And if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling for the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday live on YouTube, 8 p.m. GMT. This has been a foul original podcast. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time.